Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. Hello, Shannon. Welcome to Inside Out. It's an absolute pleasure and privilege to have you on my podcast today. We met recently and I just absolutely adore you. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, babe. It's good to see your face. I know. It feels like we um, we invested so much of our lives to each other over like <laughs> 16 days and then it's like, never see you again. <laughs> I know. It's, it's such a fun, wild vortex. You go into this experience with people for minimum of 10 to 12 hours a day for two whole weeks straight which feels like it's like 10 years yeah and then then you just like released out into the world and you're like where's my friends (laughs) yes exactly and it's like nothing is surface level which I love I'm all about the non-surface level conversations anyone that listens to this podcast knows that about me and everything you just walk in the room and every single conversation you have with the whole 76 other people in there was like deep dark diving right into the shit and I loved that and then I got out and I'm having conversations like how's the weather and are you going to soccer training on the weekend and like things like that and I'm like what is my life it's literally that like you've been in Hogwarts and then you come back out into the muggle world and you can't cast the spells oh, it's like that's what I it's love like. that yes that's exactly like the, how it feels a whole relearning of like oh okay I'm a witch or a wizard and I have to go back to the muggles and I'm not allowed to cast the spells in muggle world. Okay, cool. The weather. Yeah, the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely feel that. So before we dive into these, the couple of big topics that we're going into today, which I'm really looking forward to talking about with you because I know just how much you fully wholeheartedly embody both of these. Can you just share a little on you? Who is Shannon? What does she do? What does she like? What's life look like? Shannon is me. I'm Shannon. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm a life coach and I specialize in feminine embodiment, specifically working with women with their sensuality and sexuality. I love the topic of sexuality. I love removing the taboo and making it more mainstream Mm. and bringing women back to their sensuality because that is our superpower. That is our mm. birthright. When we're deeply connected to our femininity and our sensuality, that's where we're creative, we're loving, we're nurturing, we're deeply embodied in the divine feminine. And that's been a huge potent part of my journey, of mm. my own healing and coming out of domestic violence many years ago. And when I started that journey, I was like, oh, this is the magical recipe that all women need in their lives. Mm. And I just went on the journey of creating that in my life and then giving it back to other women as well. Mm. I love that. I love that so much. Before we dive into some bigger um, questions, I just want to have a quick rapid fire question, kickstart to this episode. So don't think about it. Just answer really quick. Okay. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Go to coffee. Don't drink coffee. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> favorite Kardashian? Oh, uh, none. None? Oh my God, we can't oh, be no. friends. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to say any of them, probably um, 
is it Courtney, the one that's with Travis Barker? Yes, yep, the littlest one. Yeah, because <laughs> I like I love her fashion. So yes. Choose one, definitely her. I definitely can see why you would resonate with her too. Like her health and wellness, um, whole philosophy on life and what she advocates for is incredible. I love, love, love hearing everything that she's doing in her life. Amazing. Uh, biggest ick. Oh, gosh. In life. That's yeah. a great question. Procrastination because that's my yeah. ick about yes. myself. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, biggest fear. Ooh. In the past, not anymore. I used to have a fear of death. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mine's crocodiles. <laughs> crocodiles are so cute. Oh my God. I am petrified. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, did you see Nadine and her husband went on um, yes, the crocodile? I, I, my heart was pumping with the kids walking <laughs> over the little bridge. I was like, oh my God, don't let the kids on the boat. Don't let the kids. <laughs> absolutely terrified um, oh okay i'm gonna take you somewhere and we're gonna hold baby maybe <laughs> <laughs> one's not as scary it's the water and them getting you in the water and they're big and they're just so scary <laughs> a healthy habit that everyone needs to integrate into their lives dance love 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 <laughs> wildest place you've had sex Oh, fuck. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. <laughs> great. Swear away. <laughs> um, okay. So this is great. Um, when I was, I believe I was 19 off the top of my head and I was actually working as a subsidence surveyor on a mine site. And I had sex. I was working with my partner. My partner and I worked on the same job and we had sex in, you know, those giant drains that they put underground <laughs> yes we had sex in one of those that wasn't underground yet <laughs> and had been like installed in the earth and, and you- we were on the job site and we like drove the tipper <laughs> <laughs> I knew that question would bring all the juice that's the best <laughs> <laughs> so, like I've had some wild ones like I had I had a le- I believe it's illegal in the country I had sex on, on the main beach at Phuket. That is illegal in Phuket. You can actually get locked up for that. <laughs> Very risky, Shan. Very risky. Right. Thank you so much for answering those. That just helps the audience get to know you a little deeper. Yeah. Straight, no surface <laughs> level here. Okay. No All of the yummy depths. Let's yes. go. Love that. So tell me, what does self look like for you? How do you integrate that into your life every day? Self-love for me, integrating it into my everyday is actually dance is a huge part of my self-love. When I wake up in the morning and I'm brushing my teeth, I dance. Love that. Yes. Yeah. And like actually creating like playlists for all of my moods. So I have like essential playlists. So when I'm feeling like I'm out of my body, like we can, you know, from being in the room, we can have moments of literally just connecting from our bodies and then we've got to bring ourselves back in mm-hmm. and only we can do that no one else can bring us back into our own bodies yeah um and so yeah dance and having playlists for myself for each moment of my day if I'm on the computer and I'm going hard all the time which does happen mm-hmm. I have to literally tell myself to get up and move my body mm-hmm. so that movement and just dropping in and actually putting my phone down walking away from the computer walking away from anything I'm doing, maybe it might be going outside and putting my feet in the grass and just standing there and just moving my body. It's a huge part of my self-care for me on a daily basis. Mm. Eating nutritious, yummy foods 
And no, this is not a diet. I do mm. not believe in dieting. Yes. Not even sorry about saying that. No, no, you definitely <laughs> It's, it's hard. I, I'm someone who in the past has done every diet under the sun and someone as in the present who is counting macros right now, but I don't look at it like I'm dieting. I'm just looking at it like I'm nourishing and I'm actually accountable to what I'm consuming. So I can have the wine. I can have the chocolate, but you know what, if I have a whole block, I actually feel like shit after. So it's just the knowing of, I'm just going to put this in. And for some people that that would be really triggering or activating for some that new oh, reframe, right? Um, however, for me, it actually just makes me accountable to myself. So I love that you've said like, you know, diet for me, I totally agree. Do not agree with diets. It's not sustainable. It's not a lifestyle. Nourishing your body from the inside out is such a pivotal just thing to do in your whole life. Like once, once you start and you get the system in place, like you're doing and you do it consistently every day. And if you look at it with the attitude of this is self-love, you know, Getting my nails done is not self-love. Nourishing my body is a form of self-love. Like putting that reframe in is such a healthy way to go about it. Especially to like intuitively eating, which is great with like counting macros because you can intuitively eat whilst being aware of how much you're consuming. Mm -hmm. That is great. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'm big on intuitive eating. So um, for women learning about my cycle or your Mm -hmm. cycle is so potent. When we learn about our cycle and learn about, like putting it in like a season. So your winter, your autumn, your spring, your summer and learning where you are in your cycle helps you to make sense of why you're craving certain foods and then being like, oh, okay, I'm actually just about to come on my bleed and I am craving soup and stews and hearty, thick, bready things. And then, oh my God, I'm starting my bleed. All I want to do is eat chocolate. It's okay. Mm. there's, There's reasons why that happens in the body yeah and making sense of all those things and learning these things that's a huge part of self-care for me Mm. it's very simple too um I know one of my clients personally she got very overwhelmed with the knowledge of her cycle and it's actually as simple as just breaking it down you've got four weeks four weeks yes four weeks a month in a cycle (laughs) I just got confused myself um so you literally can dedicate one part of your cycle per week so simple Mm. and it's potent absolutely changes your life as a woman to learn that so um that and self-care simple things like tasking myself to have a bath one night a week put rose petals in it actually like make it a bit of a ritual space Mm. and take the time to nourish myself mind body and soul Mm. and in the past in relationship I used to give away my power so much and actually not take control of nourishing myself, mind, body, and soul. And that was huge, that whole relearning that it's up to me to take control of my self-care and my self-love. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Such yeah. a healthy way to look at it. Um, for me, with self-care and self-love, the biggest learning and takeaway that I've experienced over the last few years is actually understanding that self-love it and self-care are not the same thing. I I was in a state of mind where it was like I'm going, you know, when I became a new mom, like my weekly um, wash and blow dry, I would go and get that done. And I told myself that that was a form of self, self-love. And it really wasn't because I had a toddler or a baby sitting with me on my lap. It was a rush to get there, a rush to get home. It was not enjoyable. Um, and for me, knowing that that's actually not 
what makes you love yourself and that's not nourishing your mind, body and soul, that really shifted in my belief system and it upgraded something in me to know that I need to make creating time. The biggest thing for us women, I believe, is just creating that time. We're always on the go. We're busy, 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 not stopping. Creating time to just be in our body and in our mind and be really present and actually sink into who we are is just so beautiful and such a way to bring and cultivate that self-love in our everyday life. Oh, I love what you just said. (laughs) If I could pick up your mic, it would be a mic drop moment. (laughs) (laughs) I could be arranged. (laughs) Just get a little mic. Um, And that's that's huge too is determining what your self-love and self-care rituals are. Mm. You know, like that care is that care for yourself and that Mm. love is the embodiment within your energy inside your body. Yes. Mm. Yes, love that. So my next question is how does a disconnect in our sexuality impact the other areas in our life? I can obviously share from my personal experience through motherhood, which we might touch in on shortly, um, but I would love to know what are your thoughts on this and how has this looked like for you within your life? Yeah, so... Um, for me, if you look at like, we haven't really touched too much on the feminine and masculine energies too much. However, if you look at someone for a man who's really deeply in his light masculine, which is, you know, uh, how do I say? Like, he's so light. If he's in his divine light masculine, he's holding space, space, he's patient and heart centered. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're in the unintegrated light masculine, that's where like men can actually start to experience erotic dysfunction or Mm. premature ejaculation. Mm. So in that side of things, that's where it can affect men. Um, For me, in my own personal experience in the past, I've had complete numbness from that. Mm. So like my arousal, being completely numb in my whole body and having zero arousal. So even just in not experiencing, just like touching myself, like I could touch myself like this, but I just get nothing from it. Mm. You know, whereas now being completely integrated and so aware of my body and embodied in this work, I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, just so much pleasure just from touching my own hands. Yeah. Beautiful and something that we all have access to all the time. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely um it was interesting last night my husband and when we sat down just before we had dinner he came up behind me and sort of gave me a shoulder rub or something that he always does it's quite consistent and I really noticed and like he was rubbing that like the sides of my arm and I really noticed I went I just sunk into it and in my head I went oh I'll drop into it now like and that's something that I in the past I've never done in particular if we're sitting down for a meal and the kids are running around like my to-do list is so it's consuming for me that I can't enjoy those moments. And in the past, I haven't. I've found them probably more irritating than enjoyable, whereas it's such a beautiful thing that he's doing to, you know, just let me soften and let's sit down and eat together. Whereas for me, I'm like, okay, like let's just eat so I can clean up so I can go in the shower. Like that's all I'm thinking ahead of. But last night, after embodying so much of this work too, I really noticed I just let my shoulders relax and I just sunk into it. I was like, oh, that feels good. Keep going. I love that. And that's that surrendering. And that is mm. the life feminine integrated. Mm. That is literally like when you're so um, embodied in your life feminine and your dark and light, everything's really integrated. You're not needy or you're not insecure. You're not codependent or lacking your boundaries or anything like that. You're, you're actually just deeply like, oh, 
Yeah. and just soft and nurturing you can receive your sweet you know you're warm and secure yes so yes absolutely so let's dive a little bit more into the different traits in our light and dark feminine energy can you share you know the specifically what what is the difference between the two okay so the light fem and the dark fem have aspects within them so you can have the shadow of the light fem and the shadow of um, and then you can have the integrated of the two which I kind of put into the divine feminine that's where I sort of float with the divine um, so your light femme in the shadow can look like insecure really needy that victim mode which I know mm. a lot of women can relate to we've all been in, been in that um, the codependency and the lack of boundaries that's a big piece mm. um, and I think that's something that a lot of women can journey in and out of quite a lot. We can go through that, oh, feeling really uh, uh, secure. And then that codependency can sneak in from time to time. Yeah. Um, it's really common with a lot of my clients. And it's that projection piece of what I went through in the past with my relationships. Um, the people pleasing is a huge one in the light femme uh, and can be the hardest one to integrate. Um and then you have your integrated, which is where I believe where you step into the divine of the light femme. And that's the compassion. You're sweet. Like I said before, you're deeply warm and secure. Um, that unconditional love that comes from the integrated light femme, that, mm. that beautiful, like, I, I believe you would know that feeling well, being a beautiful mother to your children. Yeah, the nurturing and maternal instincts that naturally occur um and in particular for me it actually intensified as they got that little bit older um interestingly when I had both my children I didn't have that huge overwhelming empowering moment where they came out of me they come on your chest and it's like oh my god I've never felt anything like this before I didn't get that so I thought for a long time oh is something wrong am I not connected did I not connect properly um, but now I just recognize that it's just an instinct that I've always had. I had two stepdaughters for four years before I had children. Like it's an, an unconditional love that I had experienced. So I didn't have that newness and that freshness for myself. But as they've gotten older, when that nurture, that protective, the mama bear instincts appear, I'm someone that is so non-conflict. Like I, I don't wish to have any disagreement or hard conversation. It's something I've always struggled with. And if there are anything to do with my children or another parent or like their friends, I'm just like, right, we're doing yes. this. Like that dark feminine comes out and I'm like, we yes. need to have a conversation about this. And it's, it's so interesting. Sword. Yes, it's I draw sword. the sword, right? Values yeah. level three. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> draw my sword. But I'm also in that nurturing, motherly, protective bear, like experience whilst then drawing my sword of the dark feminine. So I can actually integrate both in so many areas of my life which is something that I know that you do as well mm, I love the dark fam <laughs> <laughs> I know my favorite <laughs> <laughs> she is the sempress she is the goddess in us all she yes. is the one that empowers us she's the desires yes. she's in our unconscious mind like that that intuitive feeling that you get when mm. you want to do something that feels uncomfortable and it's like you get this ickiness that fear right 
that's that's her she wants it like she wants yes. to thrive in that yes. and sometimes we let our conscious or our, our light femme just take over and make that decision and nope too scary not today <laughs> literally like the dark femme is beautiful she actually holds such a deep beautiful potent needed mm. space in the whole world mm. in in the masculine in excuse me, in men, mm-hmm. um, in, in every area of business in life, like the dark femme, she is there mm-hmm. and she is needed. She's the orchestrator. She's creative. She's got emotional awareness. She is that central seductress and she is fiery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love, I love the dark femme too. I always, yeah. I guess I think for a long time I have thought that my dark femme was my masculine when actually it's not it's my dark feminine energy yes and really tapping into that and utilizing it where I need to in all areas has been such a healthy also healthy boundary for me as well with creating boundaries like I can draw my dark femme when needed and also draw my light femme when needed I think it's an amazing integration it's such a big piece for business women we live in that boss bitch society right, right. and it's like be in your dark feminine when you are with with business and doing uh, doing clients, hmm. <laughs> having clients and doing business. Right. And when you come home to the family, to your partner, to your kids, or just even home to your dogs like me, mm. you can just surrender into your space mm. and surrender into your light and just go, oh, great. Yeah. I'm right. I can soften, have yes. a bath, have a cup oh. of tea, read a book. If you're anything like me, I love reading smutty fantasy novels. Like that's where I drop into my light and I just surrender myself. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm um, reading something at the moment and I keep just picking up, putting it down because I'm just can't, cannot get into it. So I know that I need to get into something that is like a form of escapism for me because yeah. I need to get like sucked in. I really need that whole heart energy like to pick up a book. I want to be able to not put it down. A couple of months ago, I was re- reading like these romantic like rom-com, like college school kid drama shit but they were so saucy they were like it was very full-on like I'd be lying in bed with my kindle next to my husband he's fast asleep it's like 1am and I'm still ready I'm like oh this is a bit much oh this is getting interesting I felt like a grandma like this is a bit hard I'm exactly the same and I think because we don't just like read personal development books while we're doing other things in life. We are living and breathing personal development, right? We're in the coaching space. We're with the clients. We're doing the thing all the time. So for us (laughs) coming back to that fantasy or, or just being sucked into another world and enjoying something different Mm -hmm. is actually a huge piece. And this is something I've been relearning recently coming out of master prac was I went, full head first into business, which is great. It's what I do. And I wasn't allowing any time to do something else. I was working with clients, building my business, reading personal development books. And then I was like, God, I'm doing it in every aspect of my life, doing, 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 being a human doing instead of a human being. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And then I think it was only like three nights ago, four nights ago. I think it was Friday actually. And I was like, I'm going to pick up my favorite smutty book and I'm going to sit on that couch and I'm just going to read until I pass out. Yay! <laughs> and I did. And mm. I mean, you know what's been happening for me over the weekend. I've just been propelling and it's been amazing. Yay. And I'm like, it's just that like, oh, okay, I am in business and I am with my clients and I am doing these amazing things, 
and I can read the smutty novel and it's great. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It gets it, it, It's just that escapism that in yeah. the past, a younger version of us, we may have looked for you know, alcohol, drugs, like TV series, all these things that yeah. were actually quite toxic or in relationships, our friendship yes. circles, the people that were sitting at our table, like all of this toxicity for the thrill of this escapism and integrating these healthy habits like reading a fucking book before you go to bed and putting away your phone or dancing to music as you brush your teeth, whatever that looks like, like integration of feminine energy is such a healthy way to actually embody that escapism that we used to used to use other sources for, right? That were actually toxic to our body and our mind. And these things are such positive, just outsources that we can, we can utilize. Yeah, and coming back to that, um, the setting the healthy boundaries in the light mm-hmm. fem, in that integrated light fem is like for me in the past when I did stop partying and I stopped taking drugs and drinking alcohol and I removed the toxic relationships out of my life, I started reading these books and I would read them all day every day. Mm-hmm. And so I had replaced one thing with another and I became really aware of that. And then as I started integrating my my feminine and setting these healthy boundaries I'm like I can still enjoy my books Mm. and I set a timer on my phone this is just for anyone who might be listening who resonates with Mm. getting stuck in these books forever (laughs) (laughs) um you know setting that timer on the phone and being like okay it's 8 30 at night I want to be asleep by 9 30 putting the timers on and just having that hour to yourself and actually Mm. scheduling in that self-care disappearing into the fantasy it's great Mm. so great yeah so so great that's amazing yay yeah. uh, yay <laughs> I say yay all the not all the time now because all of you. the time <laughs> I was messaging some beautiful women on my social media this morning and I'm like voice memo I'm like blah 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 yay <laughs> <laughs> it's like our inner child comes out yeah. yeah so great so my last question for you today is how can we drop into our divine feminine what is like you know like that fast hack that you just makes you embody that feeling and just be like oh I'm in my knowing I am here I am present I am her like how do you do that every day yeah oh gosh it's a quick quick step that is a great question <laughs> so for me going back to that dance piece mm-hmm. that's my quick go-to when I mm-hmm. want to drop into my because when I am in my body I then everything is clearer for me it's Mm -hmm. like I'm an open portal or an open vessel and if I'm worried or concerned or blocked or I haven't set my boundaries anything that's dropping out of that divine or integrated um for me dropping into my body and just having a dance Mm -hmm. and that might look like moving my body like a barefoot heavy in the grass or it might look like me headbanging some something heavy or it might be me mm-hmm. having a freaking rave in the kitchen and I know we had a rave in the prac room whatever that is like whatever the energy that needs to come out and whatever music feels good for you to do that in that moment freaking go there mm-hmm. and if it means putting on heavy metal and screaming your head off in a pillow go there because mm-hmm. that is healthy expression of emotion And that for me, coming back to like the dance, sometimes my dancing can end up with me screaming in my pillow. And it's just that I'm like, oh, okay, I've actually got rage in my body. Let it out. Let it come out in however it needs to come out instead of holding it in. Mm. And then my days just run so smoothly because I'm actually experiencing my emotion. I have 
that emotional awareness that, oh, okay, I'm actually in some guilt right now because I haven't paid that bill. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Well, let's just move and do whatever I need to do, scream, rant, rave, get it out and then come back to, okay, what have I got to do to make that happen? Yeah, yeah, I love that. And if for, for people that are listening to this and feeling like how the fuck does she have that much awareness about rage or guilt or things like that it's because she's done the work and you need to do the work to get the awareness and to that level of awareness so you need a coach like me or Shan because that's what we do and that is how you can be as self-aware and take radical responsibility in all facets of your life including being concerned about a bill and then having guilt because you spent money the week before and how to clear the guilt to act and then like just that that key piece that you just said there about the awareness of having the guilt it's something that's it's coming up for me all the time now I can feel these feelings and I know what the fuck to do with them literally yeah have my first life coach that I had seven years ago changed my life (laughs) (laughs) that's that's our job I still talk to him now and I'm just like mate you literally changed my life like I was on a self-development journey three years before that Mm. and it was always that that yo-yo you know, like I'll read a book here, okay, I feel really great. And then I'm going to go to that rave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to feel like shit and I'm going to plummet and drop back into the pit. And then I'm going to go, oh, I'll read another book and then I'll feel great again. And it's that yo-yo. And then I got my first life coach and then I was like, oh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah, I yeah. It now. And then it's, it's that constant climb after that. And, you know, you might work with, if you're anything like me, I've had probably five coaches now Mm. and that is great. That doesn't mean that I had a bad one. They were all perfect for me at the time in my life when I needed them and in the area of expertise that I needed them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, just looking at you and I, it's like we could work in the feminine embodiment space and you're a mum. So it's like when I have clients come to me that need that more mothering kind of um, uh, uh, coaching, it's like, great, I've got this beautiful woman. Here she is. She's mm-hmm. great. She's a mum herself. She was at that point and she knows how to get you from there to there. Mm-hmm. And it's like every coach is different in every aspect of your life. So it's like I even now mm-hmm. I, I've got business coaches. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And coaches need coaches. <laughs> coaches need coaches. Yeah. And because most of the time when you get a coach, they specialize in a certain area. So it's like exploring these parts of your life. And this comes down to being in the feminine as well. Drop into your body. What do you need? Mm. And ask. Mm. Utilize your resources. Yes. Yes. I think the biggest takeaway from our amazing experience at Masters for me was ask for what you want. Simple. Ask what you want. Yes. Constantly being reminded of it. (laughs) (laughs) So great. So, so great. Well, Shen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been an absolute honor to talk to you and hear everything that you have just shared. I feel like so many women are going to resonate with you and I will put all your details in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for having me, beautiful. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.